Hi, welcome to Mad Thief, the Australian Rollerblading Podcast. I'm Mikey Lynch, and in this episode, I talk with Yellow Vanden Aaron, the um, creator of On a Roll, the new inline skating um, video game, and his wife, Sophie, um, about the whole process of making the game, what they were aiming for, what the challenges have been, what they're hoping for for the final full version, um, expected to be released, they hope, in February. I um, hope you enjoy. Okay. I'm really sorry I'm about really the other day. We did half an hour of really good conversation and then it didn't record on my end. But I'm looking at the recording thing. It's definitely recording now. So we should be fine. <laughs> okay, great. Excellent. Uh, all right. So let's, let's dive in, I guess. Have I got the two of you again? Is Sophie there too? Yeah, yeah. I'm here. Hey. can you hear her? I can. Hi, yeah. how are you going? Hi. Excellent. So, oh, thanks again, guys, for take two. And maybe because of the last time, they'll, you know, you know, you know the kind of questions I'm probably going to ask, and I know some of the answers. So, we, you know, we'll, we'll go on the same ground. And it, uh, it was great to connect with you when I said I'd be keen to review the, you know, the early release version of On a Roll, and um, uh-huh. and great fun to play around with it, and nice to then be able to chat with you. Um, I'm not sure if this was the first question I asked first time around, but I'll go with it this time around <laughs> anyway. Um, in in right. making on the on a roll, um, who did you have in mind as you were making it? Who were you making it for? Right. Yeah. So originally, I I decided to make this for myself because this started out as just as a hobby project, really. Um, but you know, things evolved pretty quickly towards something a lot more serious than a hobby, and obviously, I then started, you know, thinking about the the whole of rollerblading. Um, so, so yeah. Um, there were some, yeah. some milestones along the way, right? Early on, you just played around with, you know, what you could exactly. do. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, I. The whole thing got started um, back in 2011, um, and that was right around the time that, um, you know, some of the more uh, affordable game engines uh, started to become, you know, uh, more mainstream. And, um, well, I was just... uh, I was just playing around with uh, the Unity engine, which is which is one of those affordable engines, and um, yep. I uh, I was just having so much fun with that that I, I immediately thought, yeah, it would be amazing to um, to make this inline skating game that I've been dreaming of ever since I played the first Tony Hawk games on the first PlayStation. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's that's sort of what, what sparked the whole thing. Um, At what point did you start to go, hang on a second, <laughs> we should do something bigger, we should do a bigger, you know, uh, a full game, a full project? Uh, you know, when did Kickstarter, for example, become a, a you know, a plan? Yeah, right. Uh, so... Um, the Kickstarter happened about three years into the project when, when I 
you know, I was working, uh, I'd been working for about 10 years for an animation movie company, uh, well, a company that was making feature-length animation movies. Yeah. And um, uh, I was really kind of, you know, getting tired of my job there. Uh, I didn't feel as motivated as I should. Uh, and this, I had this, this on a roll project that was like, you know, that was really taking over all of my attention. And uh, so one day after, um, after a vacation in the States, um, I came back to work and, and I just wasn't feeling it anymore. So uh, we came up with this idea of doing a Kickstarter and um, if if that went went well, then you know maybe I could quit the job and and just just go for it full time. Yeah. Um, and then yeah, well, I I prepared for that uh, extensively with with the prototype and everything, and. Um, yeah, it was like months in advance that you were preparing, right? Yeah, yeah, I'm making it sound like <laughs> I, I, yeah. I did this whole thing in like a week or so. I, in reality, it was like six months of yeah of preparing for the whole thing, uh, coming up with the rewards and everything. Yep. And uh, yeah, there were a, a couple of moments um, after launching the Kickstarter where I was like, uh oh, <laughs> is this gonna be? I mean, is this gonna work? Because uh, you know, after about one or two weeks, like there were practically no more backers. That slows right down. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But then, yeah, in the last week or so, it, everything came together and uh, it turned out pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. From there. Uh, and I think that's the thing, right, with um, a Kickstarter with a small uh, group, a small community like the rollerblading community, it may well behave differently to a Kickstarter, like their general stats, uh, maybe for general things, a musician doing an album or someone you know, producing something that maybe is a more stereotypical project, whereas, you know, I don't know, maybe the rollerblading community Kickstarter project will behave statistically different <laughs> in a way that makes it yeah, yeah, stressful yeah, for you. I see what you mean. Yeah, I mean, I think with with this project, I was just lucky that I, I, I had built up quite a, a substantial uh, Facebook community for yeah. the game, and um, it was obvious um, after launching the page, we we got a, a post on, um, on Roller News, yeah. which uh, which basically you know did really well because within one day we had like thousand a thousand likes on our Facebook page yeah. from zero to a thousand in a couple of hours. So it was obvious that there was this interest in, in in this sort of game so yeah I think if there's one thing you can say about the rollerblading scene it's that the engagement is really high yeah yeah also Definitely. compared to other other um, games and their social media we've 
been uh, getting questions even from like marketing agencies asking like how how do you do that what's your secret (laughs) yeah what's your secret they they really asked us in those words (laughs) and we were like i don't know i think people are just really happy to be able to be involved and to comment and and share which is a, a good thing of course yeah. Sure, yeah. So, what were the conversations so, yeah. like when you guys were talking together about making this a full time thing? This huge big risk, and this is as you you know in your lives and your family is a big risk for you guys altogether. What was that all like? Well, it was not easy at first to well to get used to the idea. It, um, it that took some time, um, and yeah, by the time. We decided that um, Yellow was going to quit his job, and the Kickstarter uh, uh, came about. I was also pregnant, so it was really yeah. uh, <laughs> and kind of stressful uh, because, yeah. well, we didn't have a lot of money, of course, and Yellow had to work all the time to. Yeah, I still feel bad about that to this day. Like yeah. the day after. Sophie had given birth to our son Jack. I immediately got back to work and got <laughs> behind the computer to, to you know, because we were in the middle of this of this. I think were we preparing for the game? Yeah, start? it was I, like three weeks before it. Right. Launched, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, so yeah, I mean, wow. I had so much stuff to do, like <laughs> finish the prototype, get all the info on the page. Uh, There's two pregnancies you know. happening at the same time, really. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, and they both have uh, sleepless nights. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, too. yeah. For sure. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, um, but then, you go. Sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, I just wanted to say, but um, like we decided that that he he had to do this, whether it would be like a positive outcome or not, because. He was so passionate about uh, the project, and I was like, you know, if this is what you really want to do, you should at least, you know, follow your dreams and try to make it work, because otherwise you might wonder forever, like, uh, you know, what if I would have done it, or... Yeah, yeah. So... What's you guys' guys um, kind of, like, you know, native language? Uh, Dutch. That, is there an expression for that in in Dutch for that you know like dying wondering what would have happened sort of thing? Ah, um, hmm. Uh, well, <laughs> not really an expression. I think it's just. Uh, I mean, I can say in Dutch what what it would be. Yeah, why to, not? You yeah, know, do that. Yeah. Follow your dream. Uh, it's uh, your dromen najagen. <laughs> Um, so it's, it's basically <laughs> chasing your dreams. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Yep. That's it. Yeah. Yeah, and they also have like the expression in Dutch um, is if you never try, you will never succeed. Yep. Uh, that's like wie niet wacht, niet wint. Yeah, that's so. <laughs> so that's There's another Dutch lesson yeah. for you. <laughs> cool. 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 Um, so it was for you to begin with. But then you begin to say, hang on, a whole lot of other people are really interested in this as well. You've produced a game that in the end is 
pays attention to the technicalities that are unique. I mean, like our sport, because we have two separate feet, um, the variations of what you can do with your feet is more complex than any other action sport. Um, so does yeah. that mean it's really, in the end, it's a game for aggressive inline skaters? That's who it's for? Uh, the, the market of the participants yeah. in the sport? That, that's what I had in mind pretty much the whole time when I was developing, when I am developing this game. Um, is, is, I mean, I'm a skater myself. I've, I've been doing it since, I don't know, 97 or 98. Yep. Um, so to me, I mean, like I said, I, I started this out creating a game that I wanted to would want to play and so that meant having all of the technicalities of grinds and uh and you know having everything look as authentic as possible yeah seeing the motion capturing and everything to me i wanted to create like Sort of an, an interactive skate video basically um which which isn't to say that i I mean, I would like the game to appeal to a, a broader audience of, of non-rollerbladers and maybe just extreme sports fans or something. Yeah. Um, but I do feel that uh, the game does need a, a bit of work to, to in its current state, to appeal to, to that broader audience because I know with all of the technical grind names and everything it, it's it can be hard for for non-rollerbladers to to get into it yeah um also because like a lot of the the current mission prototypes that are in the game they rely heavily on on trick names for example um there's this uh, match the trick mission where you have to match a specific uh, trick that is being demonstrated, like uh, do a three a three sixty topsail. Um, if you don't know what a three sixty topsail is, then then obviously you have a problem. So, so yeah, yeah, um, needs a bit of work to be to be, um, you know, like more accessible for. And it's it's always going to sound really strange to an outsider when you talk about doing a. Um, Doing a porn star on a kinked rail—that's always going to sound. Good. <laughs> yeah, that can have multiple meanings, of course. <laughs> Maybe it, it attracts some people to want to check out what it's about. Yeah, a whole lot of people will come to the game expecting something very different, and then be really disappointed. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Also, it won't do much good for the ratings, I guess. Uh, I mean, for the <laughs> yeah, 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 the classification. Yeah, yeah, exactly. What's different and what's the same about this game compared to skate, Tony Hawk, rolling, aggressive inline? What's different? What's similar? Yeah. Uh, well, I guess my my main inspiration for, I mean, outside of rollerblading, obviously, is it has been the the game Skate from EA. Mm -hmm. Um. Mainly because I really loved what they had done with the intuitive controls. It did 
the use of the analog sticks felt really close to me to the the movement the movements you would actually do in real life and that's kind of what i tried to well i think i've mimicked pretty well with the the grant system in honor roll where basically he used both analog sticks to control the direction of the feet Um, so left stick controls left foot right stick controls right foot and basically what i wanted was a system where you do not have to think about what combination you have to do in order to it's not Street Fighter or Mortal Kombat where it's down, down, exactly, right, right, left, yeah. left. Uh, it's just memorizing pointless number combinations. It's, it's. I think everyone who plays on a role that I've kind of heard comment on the different Facebook groups is they have a, a long time of frustration, a bit like in real life, learning to skate. Um, and then yeah. suddenly you have that matrix moment when you suddenly go, ah. Oh. <laughs> and, yeah, exactly. and then you're no longer thinking about it as, yeah, about thumbs anymore you think about feet yeah yeah that's that's the idea and and i'm i'm glad you you got that eventually but i i mean i know i'm i'm aware that there is a, a bit of a steep learning curve eventually but um yeah but once it clicks know, yeah yeah once once it clicks it, it i feel it's intuitive at least and i in all honesty i had the same thing with skates because, yeah. I mean, I've, I, I play quite a few games, and I, I played a lot of Tony Hawk. So when I I started up the game for the first time and they asked me to do the tutorial, I was like, yeah, never mind. <laughs> I got this. <laughs> mm-hmm. And so, uh, yeah, I started playing, and obviously I couldn't do anything because I didn't even know how to jump, how to ollie. So um, mm-hmm. after about... 15 minutes or half an hour of pure frustration <laughs> I was almost ready to give up on that game and but then I, I remembered that there was a tutorial so I, I went back there and as soon as I did that tutorial it, everything clicked for me and I kind of feel that it could be the same with honor roll yeah like once this clicks it it becomes fairly intuitive. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. And one of the things you guys released in one of the updates just a week or so ago was the, um, uh, like having the, uh, the the control guide just available in the, the main <laughs> menus, and so you just yeah you, know, you can watch the character do the trick as you do the it, yeah, and so you can see it happen. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. that's. Um, that was partly I added that partly also to make it more appealing to non-roller players so they would understand what what this porn star or sweat stands is all about. Uh, yeah, yeah. And uh, so they immediately, without having to having the difficulty of first jumping and then in the air doing the proper combination, they could just instantly see what that grind is supposed to look like. Yeah. Uh, and also, it's it's obviously an easy reference for people who are still learning the game. Yeah. 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 I think as well, I mean, I said this in my kind of review of the early release, that I think um, I watch my son, who loves soccer, um, playing FIFA for an hour 
and then he goes outside and tries to do the things that he sees the characters in the game doing that he's just been playing on the Xbox. And maybe it's the same thing as well, that people, as they watch, you know, watch and play and interact with the joysticks, they then go, ah, okay, maybe something will click in their mind, and then go, now I'm going to go outside, put my skates on, and go on my... Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. A couple of days ago, I read a post by someone, I don't remember who it was, but uh, the guy was saying that he ha- he'd had been having so much fun playing on a roll that he ordered like a new pair of skates and, and frames and everything to go outside and start rollerblading again. So yeah. that's really nice to hear that people are, yeah, getting Yeah, I've been hearing inspired. a lot of that. Yeah. And uh, that's... that's part of what I was hoping to achieve with this game. I mean, I know it may sound a bit naive to hope that the game might bring some, you know, some new interest for the sport, like people would pick up rollerblading again or maybe try it for the first time. But, I mean... One piece of the puzzle, one link in the chain. For sure, I mean... it. It, it definitely has happened in the past with with the Tony Hawk game, so you know it's it's possible if um, yeah if we just uh, are not afraid to be optimistic. <laughs> <laughs> um, what was different yeah. and similar to Rolling, for example, one of the other big kind of inline skating games from a long time ago? Yeah, um, I absolutely loved Rolling, um, but. Um, I think there were a couple of things that felt a bit um, unpolished and a, a bit stiff, maybe. I think the the grinds felt could could have been a bit more dynamic. But I mean, in their defense, I from what I've read online, um, they they kind of had to wrap up their production earlier than they would have wanted because of financial trouble. So I think they had more plans with the game than they were eventually able to to execute. So, but I mean, when talking about differences, um, I mean, I guess the main thing is probably the grind system because yep. uh, rolling was based on um, you know button combinations that you had to memorize. You yep. even had to assign um, a combination to each grind yourself, I think. And I believe there was a limited amount of grinds that were available, something like uh, 10 or 15 grinds because there just weren't enough button combinations. Um, and you even had to configure your switch ups because you could you, switch ups basically worked as a, a list of grinds that you would go down. So you would be able to switch up um, forward in the list and backwards in the list. Yeah. So basically, you would have to say, okay, I'm currently doing a soul grind, and then you'd have to configure what grind you would go go towards um, 
beforehand. You mean you'd have to configure that in the menu. I'm sorry, I'm <laughs> I'm having a hard time explaining this. No, 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 no. It's almost mean, like the um switch ups are like um choosing different weapons in a first person shooter. You're sort of scrolling through a menu. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. That's that's a much more <laughs> easy way to explain it. So, but in honor all, that's obviously a lot different because uh, once you're already grinding and you want to do a switch up, you just enter the new yeah. foot combination and and it, the avatar switches to that that grind. Yeah. So there's no predefined lists or anything. Uh, and other than that, I don't know. That's right. Uh, yeah, you... rolling at the. It had blood when you fell. <laughs> I know some people have asked us that, like, yeah, why not in on a roll? Uh, yeah. It was in. It was there in rolling, but well, truth is, we just did it because the classification system. Uh -huh. Even if you use the word "damn," they immediately give you a yeah a really high uh, wow. rating, like not. Um, Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, now our ESRB rating is E, which means everyone can play the game. But yeah. if you use, like, words, profanity or blood, or then it immediately goes up to, like, 12 or 16 yeah. um, age-wise, which is... Yeah, we wanted to keep the game accessible yeah. to to all ages. Yeah, I try to uh, do the why. same with the podcast of just, uh, uh, you know, just avoid... You don't need to swear to still have a really interesting conversation. Um, yeah, yeah, exactly. And you can have grown-up conversations about grown-up interests without having to close doors unnecessarily. Um, you yeah. mentioned that um, the money, uh, you know, money's a factor. That, you know, money doesn't grow on trees, and these things take a lot of time and energy to do. Um, so as as you're working towards the final version to launch across all the different um, platforms you want to make it available on, uh, what are the things you're really wanting to make sure you definitely deliver in the final version? And what's the thing you wish you could do, but probably not this time around? You probably won't yeah. get to, even though you wish you could. You know, what, what are some of those? Uh, yeah, there's a lot of things. Um... Well, what I definitely want to finalize and polish is is the whole environment in Honor Roll, which is basically like an open world uh, city, which is everything is interconnected. You can just skate from one spot to another. At the moment, we have that, but there are a lot of unfinished set pieces um which um which caused me to to close down a couple of areas for the early access version um so i definitely want to create a good flow for the the final version i want i want everything every area to flow into another area and preferably uh there would be no long, uninteresting roads or anything along the way. So there's still something of an experience of power blading in between the more traditional aggressive stuff that the sense you can go down some big hill yeah. and carve and do sort of slides and whatever else in these beautiful environments sure. with the sun slanting in and then you get to the next <laughs> set of stairs, the yeah. next so whatever it is, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um I definitely want to have some some winding 
you know, mountain roads or something like that. Yeah. Uh, where, not like you have to trip over five obstacles to get <laughs> to get somewhere. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, yeah, there have to be some some nice uh, some nice long roads in between. Uh, and uh, to to get to one of the features that I would want to add but may not happen like when i think of those long roads it would be cool to to be able to sketch um uh, you know just just uh drag yourself behind the car yeah uh and and you know also to 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 gain to gain a lot more speed for for like a huge gap or something that would be super yeah. cool to to do that um it may happen, may not. It really depends on, you know, uh, how much time I, I have left. Uh, obviously, it's supposed to release February 2018, so it's not that much. Uh, another big feature that I know people have been asking for and that I really want to do, but it's probably not going to happen, is uh, online multiplayer. Yeah, and the My, reason is also just because of the cost. I I looked it up, and it would be like hundred thousands of dollars per year to to host a couple of thousand people playing the game. So that's yeah, for us. Wow. I mean, you so need a billion dollar budget the, to do that. So. The cost of the servers for that are are insanely high. Um, so that's part of it, and another part of it is is. That it would take a lot of a lot of beta testing, uh, for which we don't have the time anymore. Um, yeah. And also, it I mean, obviously, it requires a lot of extra coding as well. Uh, but I mean, my ultimate dream was to be able to play with I don't know a friend from from the states and just you know say uh, let's have a let's have a game of Blade and uh, you know. <laughs> Just sit down on your couch and play against someone on the other side of the world. That would be the ultimate dream. So maybe one day, if this game does well, on a roll free or something. Yeah, <laughs> I hope so. I mean, it'd be amazing if uh, if it did that well. Yeah, you'll have like some gold teeth and like a a, a <laughs> leopard for a pet. And you'll be living in, in sort of Nice or um, somewhere like this. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, you're telling me when we did the first go at this um, interview and the Skype didn't record, you were telling me about the um, 3D scanning and the motion capture, how you borrowed some of that equipment from a university, I think, and um, yeah. quite expensive gear, but, but one of the... One of the skaters, maybe Anthony Potier, uh, insisted on. Right. Yeah, we want to tell that story again. I thought that was quite good. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, like you said, um, the the motion capture equipment that we used was an Xsense uh, suit, which um, I think the version that we used at the time was about forty thousand euros for one suit. <laughs> Um, so it's obviously insanely expensive. Yeah, it was also very um, hard trying to find an insurance <laughs> company mm. that wanted to insure this. Yeah, because obviously, 
as soon as you tell them what you're going to do with them suits yeah. <laughs> and they they'll yeah they're quite hesitant to, to mm-hmm. give you an insurance so uh, yeah so to get to that story of anthony um uh i had i had a whole list of 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 um, movement clips that I wanted to record, like jumping, uh, uh, you know, just striding, uh, all that kind of stuff, uh, pumping on a half pipe. And some of the moves were like backflips and 720s and stuff like that. And um, I, in my mind, I had it, I had all of those more difficult moves planned to to do them in a in a foam pit yeah um but um anthony potier was all uh, all set up with the with the suit and everything and he was like yeah let's just try it on this huge <laughs> insanely big lunch box over here <laughs> and uh i was like <laughs> a little hesitant like okay it's really expensive gear so if you're sure you're not gonna fall uh yeah let's give it a go and he was like yeah yeah no problem and he just like drops in off this huge quarter pipe like full speed and uh just goes for it completely and nails this this huge backflip like first try (laughs) that was that was a pretty amazing moment in the motion capturing uh, he also did like I think some seven twenties, maybe even a cork or something. So yeah, that was pretty spectacular. And pretty and, relieving. You know, <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> that too. <laughs> yeah, one of one of the other fun things about uh, about the motion capturing and the three D scanning was just you know getting getting to meet and work with some of some of my favorite skaters like like Richie and Robert Guerrero um, and you know it was just kind of <laughs> kind of fun to just be able to say like okay Richie now let's see a, a 540 <laughs> just you know I was me as as a fanboy was able to say what tricks they were supposed to do that was kind of kind of fun and then once they do it all and you've captured it all, you then put yourself yeah. into the game, right, as one of the characters people can play. And then suddenly you get to, like, like that, um, you know, the Heroes TV show where there was Sylar, remember him, who cut off people's heads and stole yeah. their superpowers? Yeah. You're like Sylar. <laughs> You're like the rollerblading Sylar. You've, you've cut off their heads and stolen their tricks in the game. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. I stole their superpowers yeah. and uh, now I'm a... able to do all those insane moves. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, um, I was the first character in there because um, I, I hadn't contacted any of them, any of the pro skaters yet. And I just needed a character to work with other than the, the, the teddy bear that I originally used for my, my prototype. Um, so uh, we used this really cheap technology to, for my, my 3D scan, which was based on this, uh, this Russian software uh, that uh, took, like, I don't know, 30 pictures uh as a as an input like 
basically I would have to stand still and Sophie like took 30 pictures like in a circle all around me yep. and then the Russian software generated this um, 3D <laughs> model based off of those pictures and the character that you see in the game was derived from that you know sort of 3D scan so that was the very first uh, actual character in on roll yeah okay <laughs> Um, is there anything you guys would like to say or try to make sure you always say to the community of people who are using the game and interested in the game and commenting on the game, all that kind of stuff? Yeah. Um. Yeah, well, one thing that I think would be good for people to know is that um, it's better to be positive than to be negative because, you know, positivity comes a long way and it motivates us to keep doing this yeah. and just I what I would really like people to know is that we're not a, a big team like they think it's actually just Yella doing all the work and I'm assisting him behind the scenes with you know marketing like marketing and, and stuff. stuff like that but all the development it's just him so sometimes people they they email or comment like some really negative things just know that if you are saying like hey man this game is shit and you should have done this or that you know know that it, this is a guy <laughs> who is like telling his kids hey we, we're not going on a vacation this year because i'm working on on a roll and um not someone who drives in a tesla and is like yeah man whatever uh, <laughs> i'm stealing your money or you know yeah, no yeah. it's like someone who is really passionate and wants to make a good game and what helps is is just support and i'm not not saying like hey everyone should go out and buy it to support it but you can also if you don't want to buy it for some reason that's that's okay but you know you can also just say positive and say something like hey man it's so great that you're doing this and you know don't give up keep going instead of just yeah. bashing on the game because you don't like the controls or I mean it's I understand it's not for everyone I'm not saying like hey I mean it, everyone's entitled yeah, to their opinion course. obviously um, but yeah. it's just all we're saying really is just the ways of delivering the, the, your, <laughs> if, your if you don't like it then just maybe you know move on yeah the, uh, unlike our unfollower page and just move on <laughs> Just accept that it's not for you, and but but don't don't post those insane <laughs> hate comments because those I mean even though I know everyone gets those these days on social media, but they do tend to drag me down because um, you know it's it's this is a project I'm passionate about, and if someone's like. Cause, so you guys aren't just saying that just simply for a PR reason. You're also saying it just for a kind of, uh, you know, well, be, be nice to human beings yeah. in the world. Who are, you know, yeah, so, yeah, this is totally. someone's also husband, this is someone's this... wife, this is someone's dad, this is someone's friend. Just be nice to them because they're a human being who's yeah. giving a go at something. They're doing something. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, those the positive comments that we do get, and there are... There are a lot. Um, they, 
they really, you know, they keep me going. So, so instead of leaving something negative, if, if you just try to find the aspects that you do appreciate and just, you know, comment on those that, that, um, you know, it, at least that motivates me to keep going. Yeah, that's uh, awesome. And I hope and you guys can hear not... that. I hope, I mean, it's, I think it's easy to let the, um, the negative ones go around and around in your head and, you know, get, end up in these arguments yeah. in your head with the person who said that thing um, and almost dismiss all the positive stuff. But, I mean, I'm, I'm hearing a lot of positive stuff and I hope you guys are letting that have higher volume. Do you know what I mean? In, you know, louder, yeah, yeah. louder volume in your, in your ears because a lot of people are really having a lot of fun and even with the, the glitches or the frustrations, it seems like people are even having good fun with that and just going, well, that's part of the adventure yeah. that we're now joining in with you as you're perfecting the yeah. game. And that's that's a privilege, you know. That's a really cool thing. Yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah, I know. I go ahead. <laughs> uh, it's. I mean, there. Yeah, there, there are a lot of of of, of positive uh, positive people supporting the game. Yeah, and like uh, people who have been playing for like a hundred hours or something. That's just. <laughs> Same. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's that's amazing, that's and, so and there's cool. there's yeah. people who are like even helping us out. Uh, like there's this guy uh, Eric Richardson who took it on himself to to start uh, a an oh, honorable feedback, feedback page yeah. on Facebook, and he he basically just like asked me permission to do it, but. I, I said, yeah, yeah, of course, go ahead. That's that's amazing that you you're willing to do this out of your own initiative. And he's been helping people out there, like giving them technical support and answering all of the questions for you know as well as he he can. Uh, and um, it's it's people like that 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 you know that you really yeah appreciate and that you really need when 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 you're such a small team so uh so if if he's listening thanks eric <laughs> yeah thank yeah. you man <laughs> yeah it's awesome. and, and, and there's lots of other yeah. people like that that have been helping out in various ways yeah. so i'm i'm sorry if i, I don't yeah, like, like gregor who's a guy from sweden I yeah think, um, norway i norway. think Gregor, yeah, he's 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 been giving us uh, lots of uh, like marketing advice and stuff like that. Because, I mean, being this small team, we there there are two people to to do the job of basically I don't know ten twenty people. I mean, I I I myself am doing like. Uh, 3D modeling, I'm designing the environments, I'm texturing the environments, I'm lighting the environments, I'm modeling characters, I'm processing motion capturing, I'm recording skate sounds, I'm creating marketing assets, uh, video clips, screenshots. It's, it's an insane amount of work. Uh, and uh, not to forget the, the coding of the game. Um, that's that's a huge part of it, uh, and so yeah, it's it's a lot of work for two people, uh, and we're really grateful for everyone who's willing mm -hmm. to pitch in or help out any awesome. way they can. 
Yeah, well, guys, really appreciate what you've done, and thanks for taking the time, not only once, but when it didn't record twice to, to get this out, <laughs> and I hope in a small way um, uh, the, the podcast can just raise awareness in the circles that, that my listeners are in and keep people enthused yeah. and engaged, and, and yeah, appreciate your hard work, appreciate what you've created. It's beautiful and great fun, and can't wait for the... Final version. I'll be forking out for that on our Xbox One when that's ready down the track. And um, just just hoping all the best for you. Hope you do get some sleep in there and some opportunities to skate. <laughs> yeah. And I hope that there's more smooth progress um, than frustrating progress in the this next intense um, whatever it is yeah. in a few months. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just wanted to say I hope we didn't sound <laughs> too frustrated or negative. Nah. I mean, we it's just been a long and hard journey. And, I mean, I, I do love what I'm doing a lot. And I'm really grateful for the chance that I've been given to, to create this game. And I want to make the very best of it. So so thanks, everyone, for, for supporting us. Uh yeah, that's, that's great, and I think yeah, I mean credit. Thanks to, for having us. Yeah, absolutely, and credit to you guys both. I think the way you're handling what I'm seeing anyway of your inter both of your interactions with people on various social media is I feel like you're keeping restrained, even with quite aggro responses. <laughs> you're keeping your cool, and so that's yeah. a credit to you as well. So um, good on you. Thank you. <laughs> thanks, thanks, man. <laughs> awesome. All right. Well, all right, talk sometime soon, maybe. Take care. Yeah, sure. All right. Talk soon. Bye-bye. Catch you. Ad V for Rollerblading Podcast is produced by Mikey Lynch, theme music by Edifice Architect. You can find us on Facebook and SoundCloud or subscribe to us on iTunes and Stitcher. If you have any questions, comments, requests, or...